At Retrovision, we know exactly what you want, like our lowest price guarantee. Buy now and pay later. And an extra 5% discount for RAC members. That's on top of all the latest tech from the world's best brands at Retrovision. Welcome to episode 10, yes, episode 10 of The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show, which as usual is proudly supported by our amazing partners in Retrovision. Now, Retrovision, um, you can get all the best electrical and electronic stuff that you love. 60-day price guarantee. They promise that they have the lowest prices, they have the best gear, and they have the best advice. Why would you go anywhere else? Retrovision is the place to go. Um, we've got Christmas here. There's Click and Collect. Now, guys, we know we don't really like shopping. Click and Collect. Get on get on the net. Tit, 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 tit. Bang. Press. Buy. Purchase. Drive up. And uh, you can pick it up and get out. In and out in three minutes. Done. Bang. Could be your Christmas shopping all done like that. So why would you go anywhere else? And even if you are an RAC member, remember, you get an extra 5% off their already low prices. So get in a Retrovision. We've got some other fantastic partners. We've got Everlast Sports Drinks. You can see up in the top corner there. Now, Everlast 750ml bottles. None of this 600ml crap. 750ml bottles, isotonic hydration, delivered to your door. Now, clubs... Um, you know, you want to you want to stock up your fridges. You know, we've got the heat coming. Um, you know, we've got the T20 games. We're going to have some Christmas parties, end of season parties, all that sort of stuff. Stock up the fridges with the Everlast. You got the three flavors. You've got the uh, the the lemon zest. You got the uh, the blue blast and the uh, the berry drink as well. It's you know it's amongst some of the best um, isotonic sports drinks on the market, and at a dollar eighty eight a bottle. Plus GST, $1.88. That's going to work out to not very much. Get get your cartons of uh, 12 delivered to your door. Um, clubs are going to make some good money. Why not get the Everlast sports drinks in your fridges? Johnny Sanders at ESA Sport. Um, you can see his phone number there and his email address. And talking of ESA Sport... Um, they make every sporting moment epic. Um, they do apparel and team wear coaching. So we've got school holidays coming up. You might want to jump on to some sports uh, clinics, holiday clinics. I know they run some of those. They've got obviously the Everlast uh, memorabilia. So any clubs thinking of uh, raffles to raise some money, etc. Um, your event um, t-shirts and caps and your promo uh, merchandise, think the big pop-up marquees and flags and all that sort of stuff. ESA Sports is where to go. Johnny Sanders is the man. You can see his number there and his email address. Get on to ESA Sport. 
Okay, so episode 10, what does that bring us? Well, we're going to chat live again with the man up north in the Kimberley. Won't be for too much longer, though. Tim Leesy Lees. Um, he'll be back in the Peel region very, very soon, uh, a week or so, I believe. Um, and then he'll come live on the show, I guess. And uh, you'll also hear him co-commentating. He said he'll uh, jump on the mic and uh, help co-commentate the rest of the Retrovision Premier T20 League. Speaking of that, we'll talk about the result there. We had Pinjara versus uh, the champions elect at the moment in Shoalwater. Uh, first time we saw the current holders of the Retrovision Premier T20 League trophy, or as they tell me, they haven't. A um, bit more on that a bit later on. Um, but yeah, we got to see them during the week. Um, we had A-grade action last week. They're the only um, graders playing uh, the normal season, I guess, because we know from B to F-grade, they're playing in their own little T20 competition. We're getting up to the real pointy end of that. Um, next week, or well, this week coming, will be the last round. So it's a three-round competition. And then we've got semifinals and grand final on Saturday the 17th to wrap up the little T20 and go into that Christmas break. So um, we'll... Uh, just have a quick look through the scores there, who did well, and we might have a quick wrap-up of the ladders to sort of give you an indication of who's where and um, wh- what that looks like, what the finals are going to look like in a couple of weeks' time. Um, we'll be looking to probably um, do uh, a live frog box ball-by-ball commentary as well of most likely the B-grade grand final so, uh, and, and one of the semifinals as well. So we'll work out that a little bit more, and you'll you'll know a little bit more about that in coming weeks. Um, so we're obviously coming up to that uh, Christmas break, and it's always a good way to sort of assess where we are um, as an association, and I guess also where clubs are. So as a club, you sort of um, take stock at about Christmas, and you sort of work out okay, where are we? Where what do we need to do to get into the finals? Um, is it you know is it just consolidate, or, or do we need a really good run home? You can just sit back. Um, work it out and then go from there. And there's plenty of teams that have come from quite low on the on the table in a pretty tight competition and then storm home and win. Um, I, I think I said this last year um, in my last proper season of playing, I was captain coach of a, a team in Victoria and we pretty much did that. We got to Christmas. We weren't in the greatest shape, but we knew we just had to get into the four. Um, and I was quite confident we got into the four, we'd give it a good shake. And sure enough, we scraped into the four, winning the last game. Um, and then we just went bang, bang, and uh, won the uh, the premiership against one of our old foes who gave us a good touch-up most of the season, but uh, we turned it around in the grand final. So it can be done, and uh, it would be good to see, or interesting to see who that might be this season. So we'll have a chat, um, we'll have a look through that, um, and also have a quick little preview into the um, the next round of the Belt Up Country Cup. So Peel are taking on the might of Albany, Albany District Cricket Association, um, at Peelwood Reserve this Sunday, uh, the 11th of December. 10 o'clock start, starting a little bit earlier. Um, the Albany uh, Association asked if we could start a bit earlier. They're coming up the night before after playing their game, so they'll be um, pretty tired, uh, but they will also want to get back on the road as quick as they can. And understandably, and... Um, it's, it's a lot of road safety in that as well. As much of the driving as they can do back home to Albany in daylight is much, much safer. Um, you, well, for those of you that, that probably know the roads down towards Albany, um, you get a lot of um, you know kangaroos and stuff like that sort of jumping across the road at dusk, and um, it does get a little bit dangerous. The roads 
um, become narrow. They're not as great. So, um, yeah, we're all over it. Not a problem. So we'll be starting at 10 a.m. And we'll have a um, bit of a look through the side that's selected as well as um, a little bit of a preview into that game. Okay, all that and a lot, lot more on your favourite cricket show. There are loads of cricket podcast shows. You've got a plethora. Don't you love that word? A plethora of choice. But the one you're always going to come back to is this one here, the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. Proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast. And you could be listening to this on Saturday morning on 91.3 Sport FM between 8 and 9 a.m. Every Saturday morning, you'll also get to listen to the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. My name is Orazio Santolucia. I am your host and uh, we'll be back after this little break. RAC members get exclusive deals and offers, plus an extra 5% off on top of our lowest price guarantee at Retrovision. Welcome back to arguably the best cricket podcast show in the whole wide world. Well, I can say that because it's the show that I'm doing. So, hey, the Pavilion Appeal Cricket Show, proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks. Okay, we're going to do a little bit of a wrap of the results from the weekend gone. Um, round nine. Yeah, I know. Round nine. We're already there. Um, unfortunately, my partner in crime, Tim Lees, has just uh, let me down. Um, uh, connection issues yet again. It's a bit tough up there um, and, and just getting everything lined up. So the technical issues are just a little bit too tough. So we'll have to just uh, plow on without him. Um, so first up, we'll go through the A-grade results, the Wiley Cup. Um, things are really getting heated up there. Um, we're starting to see the ladder start to sort of form. Well, I guess it's sort of like the frame of, of what it may look like. Now, obviously, if you remember last season, we, we had to go all the way through the last round. Um, I think in the last round, we had six that could go into four. So um, really looking forward to seeing what the run home looks like. But um, essentially, we've got a couple of breakaways. And then I think from there on, it sort of starts to heat up and, you know, teams are winning and losing and beating each other and all that sort of stuff. So I think from about four down, um, we're going to have a, a race right through to the finish, but at the top flying high, although they had the, uh, the week off, they put the feet up. They probably went down the beach or whatever, um, horse head, but the, uh, current reigning champs in Warmbra, they were in action. They played Singleton and that was out at Stan Twight, got out there. Uh, just to sort of catch the back end of the two games out there, took a few photos and things. Um, so we had Singleton versus Warmbra. Singleton batted first. They were all out for 71. Now, one of the form bowlers in the competition, Daniel Sutton, big left armor. He took another four wickets. So uh, four for 16 off his 10. So outstanding figures there. And he's up to 16 for the season at 9.5. So he's having a really good year. Um, unfortunately, not available this weekend. We tried hard to get him in to the PCA team, but uh, unavailable due to work. Um, and he had a partner in crime in Mitch Cowan. Uh, now we saw him uh, last week or the week before um, in the Retrovision Premier T20 League, and he just charged in um, and bowled reasonably fast and really aggressive. So uh, he took four for 17. So um, what's that? Eight for 33 between them. And that, that just, you know, that steamrolls a team. Singleton all out for 71. Warmer chased it four down, lost a few wickets, um, Kane standing there at the end, sort of just guided the team home. AT not out as he came off the ground, gave him a little bit of a, little bit of a rib. So mate, that's another red ink. He's the red ink King and he's, he knows all about it. And so do his teammates. They, uh, they, they get in him as well, but he's got 360 runs at 60 
at, uh, for the season so far. So uh, he can keep going and keep doing that. And I'm sure no one's going to really complain too much. So uh, Warmbra, the current champs, uh, comfortable winners there. In uh, the, the Derby, the local Derby, down in the south of our competition, um, Waruna and Pinjara. Um, as I've mentioned in the past, uh, these two teams, they don't play any friendlies. It doesn't exist. Um, of course they do. They don't, uh, they get competitive on the pitch, but they're all good off the ground. And, uh, Waruna hosted this one out at Waruna Oval, um, Pinjara batted first all out for one, one, four Craig Jones got 30 there. Um, but the, uh, main destroyer with the ball was veteran Benny Wright. Um, one of the better players running around the PCA, he got four for 14 in Pinjara's all out one, one, four, and then chasing it down in 21 overs did Waruna only two down and who was 51 not out at the end. Yep. That man there, Benny Wright, 51, not out. So he's, uh, had an outstanding game. Just reminding everyone of how good a player he is. One of our favorite players, no doubt. Um, so good win there for Waruna. Uh, Showwater versus Secret Harbour. This was the other game at Stan Tight. Got to see a little bit of this one. Um, Secret Harbour, about a first, all out for 120. Joel Ritchie, five for 27 for Showwater, ripping through the Dockers there. Um, and in reply, Showwater chased it down. Four down, four for one, two, one. Dudley Cortland, some more runs for him, another 55. Um, so he's having a really, really good season as well. One of the leading batters in the competition. And uh, it was good to see Yagan Wally. Back with his leggies, um, he's one of the the better leg spinners around, and we, we've got we're so fortunate. We've got so many good spinners running around um, in our region in the in the Peel Cricket Association. And there's another one. Um, he got three for forty two, and really enjoyed watching him. And you could see that he was starting to get back into his work, and um, he, he probably could have got another one or two wickets as well. A bit unlucky at times, but um, yeah, Showwater got the business done there. And in the last game. We had Mandra hosting White Knights Baldivis. Now, White Knights are having a really good season, and they continued. Uh, they were um, they batted first, got seven for 170. Uh, ben at Merrifield with 54 there. Um, didn't only deal with the bat, though. In bowling at Mandra for 115, he was one of two bowlers to get three for, but he got three for seven off 10. Three for seven. So 54 and three for seven. Uh, pretty clear man of the match there, and uh, White Knights continue on their merry way. So what does the uh, the A-grade ladder look like? I'll just quickly get this up on um, that trusty app. We love my cricket, not. Um, Play HQ, we're hoping we got a bit of an update last week and we're hoping that it's going to move over um, next season, but don't hold your breath. Um, they're, well, what WA Cricket is saying, and rightly so, if it's not right, um, we're not going to commit to moving. So you're not unhappy with that? Um, but at the same time, it's it's frustrating knowing that, um, you know, there's a new system, but we're not going to move into it because it's not ready and there's issues. And anyway, that's a conversation for another day. eh? Okay. So the A-grade ladder, what's it look like? Well, Hall's head on top with 48. Warmbra, uh, second. Uh, White Knights, they're, they're both on 37 points. That's just a uh, percentage thing. Shoalwater, pardon me, fourth on 33. Waruna starting to make a late run. They're on 32. Pinjara, 18. Mandra, 16. Singleton, 14. And Secret Harbour are on 10. So that's your A-grade ladder. Now we're going to move into um, a quick wrap-up of the T20. Um, the great thing about the T20 competition that's running from B through to uh, F-grade, um, the feedback's been outstanding. And I'm, I'm really proud of my team, uh, the executive, to push this. 
to be brave and, and to really just sort of, um, get this, get this on the board. And, and it's amazing that, uh, look, I, I think it's an Australian thing very much. We we're resistant to change and, um, a lot of people were resistant to it for no reason other than I reckon it just because it's different. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a format that's exciting. It's a format. A lot of people haven't played. Um, it's just one of those things here in Australia. T20 just hasn't quite grabbed the imagination as much as you'd think it would. And, um, a lot of, a lot of players, a lot of competitions haven't played much T20. So we obviously have a fantastic T20 competition on a Tuesday, but there's only one team from each club that plays. So, um, there's a lot of players that just haven't had the exposure. And now that they've played a couple of games, the feedback I'm getting is uh, actually, this isn't too bad, is it? Um, and the, 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 the other benefits, obviously, which we've mentioned, uh, things like, uh, you know, players, uh, new players coming to a club, older players coming back, um, playing double headers where, um, you, you know, you've got two teams at one ground and you're getting a bit of atmosphere and, and all that sort of stuff. And, um, obviously this time of the year, people have got lots of other commitments, so you can probably still play, um, or it's that, that recruitment tool, you know, it's like, look, you know, only a couple of hours, but you come down and then you get them. And then all of a sudden post Christmas, you might need an extra player in one of your teams. And you, you sort of have a chat to one of these guys that, that you've recruited lately, or you've enticed back and you sort of say, look, you know, just, just one game. And well, look, we all know how it works. You, you come back for one game, you come back for two. And then before you know it, you're, uh, you know, you're signing up, you're paying your full membership and you're, you're back. So look, it's, it's a great competition and we're seeing some really, really good results all the way through. So just a quick wrap up of the results, um, in the B grade competition, we had, uh, in the, the, the battle Di the battle of Baldivis, we'll call it, uh, white Knights, uh, clear winners in this one. They made eight, but one, five, one Jai Sinclair with his, uh, JRS bat, um, doing the brand proud. He got 42 of 28, Matt Rennie got 42 as well. Uh, and then North Belt Ivers, they were rock and roll for 48. Um, five ducks in that, and they were four for none at one stage. So they got absolutely rock and rolled. Um, in White Knights, um, eight for 151. Um, Abhi got four for 25. So he tried, but um, unfortunately, his teammates didn't come along for the ride. So uh, White Knights, clear winners there. Uh, Hall's Head, uh, five for 144. Defeated Mandra, eight for 119. Um, Battle of the Mandra Bridge, you could call the Hall's Head Bridge, if you want to call it that one. Um, Levi Muller, uh, 69 knot of 59 for Hall's Head. And then in uh, Mandra's eight for 119, it was Wes Nadu doing the uh, the damage with the ball with four for 12. Uh, Rockingham defeated Warmbra. Um, Rockingham nine for 99. Warmbra all out 75. And Dale Tyrrell, the uh, wily left arm spinner, got four for 12 there. Um, and Pinjara Showwater, Showwater four for 47. They defeated Pinjara all out 45. So not a great day there for Pinjara. C grade, the winners were Showwater over Mandra, Hall's Head over Secret Harbour, uh, White Knights Baldivis over North Baldivis yet again. Um, for, um, uh, White Knights, uh, Amadeep Singh normally, uh, well, normally gets a mention for his bowling, for his uh, really tight medium paces, gets the ball to sort of duck in. Um, but he got 55, uh, really good for White Knights and Singleton, uh, with John Case getting 54 defeated. Um, they defeated South Mandra. 
in C grade. So in D grade, we had Singleton defeating Hall's head. Uh, and that was the uh, Andy Peck over 400th match. Um, he was able to entice some of his old mates to play. And um, yeah, that was a, a good celebration of cricket. Unfortunately, he pinged a, pinged a calf or pinged a hammy or something like that. He's obviously just come back from uh, the veterans competition over East. So he played a lot of cricket in a very short amount of time and um, not, not the young man that he was. Um, but they, they got the win anyway. And I dare say they would have had a hell of a night. Um, we had Showwater defeating Rockingham Hornets. We had Waruna beating Warmbra. Zach Moody getting 51 there. Um, we had the other Rockingham Hornets team defeating White Knights in a close one there. Four for one, five, eight Rockingham Hornets. Uh, White Knights, three for one, five, five. Lee McIntosh rolling back the years there. 92 not out. Outstanding in a T20. Um, E grade, we had uh, North Belt Iris defeating Pinjara, Hall's Head defeating Secret Harbour, White Knights Belt Iris defeating one of the Warmbra teams, and Mandra beat the other Warmbra team. So they didn't have too good a game or too good a week in E grade there. And in F grade, we had Singleton defeating Mandra, uh, Rockingham Hornets defeating Shawwater. But in that game there, and this was great because I was down at um at Stan Twite and um, uh, Daniel Best, uh, the president, introduced me to uh, a player who plays in the in the F grade, and that's Alan Godfrey, who is the, uh, pardon the pun, the godfather of Shoalwater Cricket Club. He was the uh, the founding member for the cricket club. Um, there's a there's a long history, and might have to get him on to sort of have a chat. Um, but the best part was T20. He's hardly played T20 in his life. He's you know, a veteran cricketer, um, but proud as punch. Got five for eight. Five for eight. Um, outstanding figures and like I said that that's the beauty of the game and then they come back and it was still early and daylight and they got to watch a little bit of the A grade and they had really good atmosphere so look I really think this T20's um got got a lot going for it and um we had White Knights Belt Ivers winning there as well so both their F grade teams White Knights got the win so um some really good results all through the grades we had some you know some good runs um, some, some wickets, a lot of bowlers got three. Uh, we had, a, we had, a, I think 11 or 12 bowlers and which four got four. And then we had a five for as well. So, you know, initial fears of, um, I don't know, players not getting a go or, or, or anything like that. Look, the scores are telling us different. Um, so look, I, I think it's a real hit this week's the last round to so round three. Um, and then from there, we've got the semifinals and the finals all in the one day on the 17th. And that, uh, closes off. Um, the season at this side of, of, of Christmas. So it'll be really exciting. And I think I mentioned at the top of the show, um, we will be looking to uh, provide live ball by ball um, coverage and commentary of the semi-final and the grand final in the B grade um, competition of the T20 comp, um, which I think will be pretty exciting as well, especially for those that um, don't get the chance to get their name well, read out, I guess, or heard or, or whatever on, on Tuesday in the Retrovision Premier T20 League. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be great. So look, really looking forward to that. And we'll know exactly who are in the finals at the end of this round. And just before we go, we'll just do a quick wrap up of the Retrovision Premier T20 League. We had Pinjara versus Showwater. 
this week just gone. Um, and we had Showwater, who are obviously the uh, the reigning champs. They were um, outstanding winners last year, beating Horsehead in the grand final. They batted first, won the toss, batted first. Um, eight for one, one, three. They just never really got going. And they had pretty good side out. That included, um, you know, one of the best young players in, in the country, let alone WA. And Corey Wosley, he was their marquee player. And he started like a house on fire. He went out there and just went bang, bang. He was on 10 before he knew it in the first over. And he just got a little bit hungry. And he did this a couple of times last year. He just, um, just tried to hit one too many, tried to beat the long on and the long on young Corey Pullman, who has the best mulay going around this side of, um, well, the Swan, I guess, dearie me. Um, it seems to be the, um, the flavor of the month down Pinjaro way, but, uh, for a young man, he's what 16 years of age. I think he has got the flowing locks going. I tell you what, um, anyway, yeah, Corey was out caught on the boundary for 10. They didn't really recover from there. Um, uh, the lone hand yet again, he did this last year. He actually probably was their main play. Got him, got him over the line last year. And that's Liam Richards, left-hander, um, probably the middle one the whole time, but he knew that he, he had to really do a job. He got 42, not out. Um, but yeah, one, one, three was never really going to be enough. Jordan pink opened the bowling bowled inside the power play and then come back to sort of finish his overs at the back end. Um, got three for 28 bowled really, really well. Um, he's, he's done really well this year on, um, any of the games we've watched anyway. And, uh, Pinjara chased it down two down in 18 overs, the veteran Jamie Lee, uh, he got 35. He he was in no hurry. Uh, he probably struggled a little bit early, but his teammate, the other end, Josh Smith played a Josh Smith innings. He's little pocket rocket. He is. And anything short, um, square of the wicket cuts, pulls, he hits them really hard. Um, and then once the bowlers bowl full, he just sort of sits under it and just smashes it back over the top. He, he, um, it was really, really good, really good to watch. Um, and you know, he's, he's got signature shots and you can just, you know, it's Josh Smith batting and he got 56 of 42, um, and they got the runs quite handsomely. So real good win for Pinjaro that puts them back in the mix. Um, and it's going to be a real tight race, I reckon, to the semifinals. It's probably going to get down to things like run rates and all that. So um, as we move into round three, because that was the end of round two, I think teams will have to factor that in. So we might see some really exciting games where teams are going to have to to try to get into a semifinal. They're going to have to take some extra risks because they know a win alone may not be enough. They've got to try to win, you know, within so many balls or things like that. So we're going to see some, um, I think we're going to see a really good run into the finals. Um, we got, uh, two more rounds before the Christmas break. Cause we're going to go all the way, uh, to the 20th. I think it works out to be as, as late as we can, because, um, well, initially we thought we we're going to have ground issues, but that's uh, not going to be, but that doesn't matter. So next week, anyway, six 30 Tuesday, um, white Knights about Ivers versus secret Harbor dockers. I think, um, look, they'll both be looking for the win probably more, uh, for pride than anything else. I think they're both too far gone in the competition both probably haven't gone as well as they'd like to and um there'll be a good competition there so that's the one next week white knights belt divers versus secret harbor that was a wrap-up of all the results on the weekend gone except i forgot one little thing ladies t20 the winners were mandra south mandra hall's head and shoulder one on forfeit unfortunately so ladies t20 doing very very well um and getting some really good results there. That was all the cricket on the week just gone. You're on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show.
Proudly brought to you by Retrovision, where if you're an RAC member, you get an extra 5% off those already low prices. Look, it's Christmas. Where else are you going to go for all the electrical stuff that you love? Retrovision is a place to go. Everlast Sports Drinks. Now, clubs, if you have not got that stuff in your fridges, you're crazy. Johnny Sanders at ESA Sports. They are the distributors of Everlast. Get on to Johnny. He'll sort you out. ESA Sports make every sporting moment epic. They do all that stuff you can see there. Apparel, coaching, the Everlast stuff, memorabilia, um, promotional gear, etc. Anything sport, you, you want to know? Ring Johnny Sanders, 0456-890-888. You're on the pavilion. My name's Orazio Sanalicia. We'll be back after this. At Retrovision, we know exactly what you want, like our lowest price guarantee. Buy now and pay later. And an extra 5% discount for RAC members. That's on top of all the latest tech from the world's best brands at Retrovision. Okay, welcome back to the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. Um, as usual, uh, we're supported by our proud partners in Retrovision, ESA Sports and Everlast Sports Drinks. Okay, we're just going to do a little quick um, preview of the upcoming Belt Up Country Cup match. This Sunday, this coming Sunday between Peel and the Albany and District Cricket Association. Um, obviously got a little bit of it, a little bit of history with um, the Albany District Cricket Association, uh, our last A-grade win in Senior Country Week a couple of years ago when uh, there was uh, these two young Tyros that just tore the game apart at the Wacker Ground in T. Wiley and Corey Wosley, and aren't they flying along after that? Um, uh, yeah, obviously beat Albany that, that day, and that was obviously a big, big win for Peel and... Um, sort of really put us back on the map, which is fantastic. Uh, so Albany will be um, coming into this game, cockahoot full of confidence. They beat the WA Invitational 11. Um, so in country cricket, the Invitational 11, for those that don't understand, is a, is a team made up of, um, uh, you know, some of the top country players from all around WA that aren't selected in either A, uh, either Bunbury, Peel or Albany. Um, but then you've got you know teams from the Pilbara, you've got um, the Kimberley, you've got um, the Goldfields and, and all that sort of stuff. So d- d- I guess the tyranny of distance is a big thing. Um, so for those that are sort of in the mix to play WA Country, so the Country Champs will be coming up very, very soon. Um, a squad of uh, 15 or 16 has been announced and the final squad will be cut um, very, very soon. Um, so, so basically this competition is a, is a selection tool for that. So with this in mind, um, the, the, the invitation level is normally a really strong side. Um, and, uh, but last or round one, uh, Albany were able to, to knock them off. So they're, they're going to be cockahoot and they're going to come to Peelwood Reserve, uh, full of confidence and with a win, they know they'll be in the, in the final. Um, which is what you want to do in this competition. I mean, there's only three games plus a final, so it works out to obviously who wins the most. And then um, there's a, I guess it's run rate or something like that. So for us, uh, we win this game and uh, we're right back in it because it'll be 1-1 and then uh, whatever Albany and Bunbury do. So obviously last game, Bunbury gave us a bit of a touch-up. We didn't play too well. They were very, very good on the day and um, were, were, you know, they, they were... They, they, they won. They won fair and square. They were the best team on the day, no doubt about that. Some really good performances from them. But this game, um, big game for us. 
and uh, the team that we've announced, the uh, selection committee, we obviously had a lot more availables. Um, look, it happens with these sort of games. Uh, it's played on a Sunday. We all have lives. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, so the squad selected for the game this Sunday, we have Josh Rudge as captain again from Hall's Head. We have Dan Abel from Waruna. We have Benjamin Britton who will be making his debut. Um, he's having a really good season for Mandra and a new recruit uh, over from Victoria, I believe. Uh, Damien Burridge will be representing the PCA again uh, with his Hall's Head connections there. Um, we're allowed one overseas player and we've decided to go with Prav Chalal. Um, really having a good season with Waruna, um, all-rounder, hard-hitting batter, um, bowls, you know, very, very good, fast, medium. And uh, the, the thing I love most about him is he's a real competitor. Like, I mean, he gets on the pitch and he really wants to, really wants to win, um, which I love. Um, speaking of love, the best left-hand, well, the left-hander, I'll, nah, actually, there's a lot of them, isn't there? And there'd be one in particular that'd be jumping up and down going, oi, what about me? But anyway, Dudley Cortland, um, he'll be playing as well. Uh, Showwater's Dudley Cortland. Uh, Big Adam France having a really good season with bat and ball. Um, Braden Haskell will be playing from uh, White Knights Baldivis. Uh, Adam's from um, Pinjarra, by the way. Uh, Braden Haskell, White Knights Baldivis. Uh, we need to play... Um, and that's part of, you know, development, all that sort of stuff. And under 21, and, and Braden's doing very well, uh, taking the new ball most weeks with White Knights. So Braden um, will get his second game. He played in the first one as well. Uh, Mitchell Smith from Showwater as well. The all-rounder, right arm, um, fast, medium, all-rounder there as well. Uh, Kane Standing, who's having an outstanding season, pardon the pun, um, with the bat. And obviously with the gloves, we know he's very, very sharp with the gloves from Waruna. And, um, sorry, Warmbra. Dearie me, I'm going to get shot. Um, and speaking of Warmbra, um, one of our favourites and one of the best players in the comp, no doubt, Kieran Ugal. Um, he'll be um, representing the PCA. He'll be out there showing the world how good he is. Um, he might be... I'm in the twilight of his career, but he's still one of the best players in the competition and can win games with bat and ball. So we really look forward to uh, Kieran Ugal. Playing and uh, Brad Williams, um, the South African. Um, well, he's he's going to he's emigrated here to Australia, so uh, he's he's in Australian as much, as far as we all uh, go. So White Knights Beldivers, Brad Williams, that is. There's obviously two <laughs> floating around. Um, so Brad Williams will be playing as well. So like really really strong side. Um, Josh has got um, you know a load of bowlers to choose from. Um, really deep batting. Um, th- this is a really good side, and we're we're quite confident that they'll go out and do the PCA proud. Um, two horse race, you know, you don't know, do you? Um, I think it'll be a nice day. I think it's going to be about 27, 28 degrees, I believe. Um, also, I think actually the rain. I mean, I don't know how you guys were around the place. I know here, um, I live um in Konana. And uh, I thought my roof was going to fall in last night. It absolutely belted down. Uh, so I'm recording this on Thursday night. So Wednesday night, massive storm come through. And I know it sort of went through um, the Mandurah region as well, as well as the Rockingham sort of region. Um, but boy, oh boy, did it rain and hail and all sorts of stuff. So um, with a fair bit of rain behind it. So that that really good drink that all the, uh, the wickets would have got across our region on uh, Wednesday night, probably a good thing. Um, and really probably makes for a good wicket. And we know at Peerwood we get a really good wicket there anyway. So really looking forward to a good day's cricket on Sunday, this Sunday, 10 o'clock start. Um, look, it'll be on Frogbox, so you can watch it 
um, live, ball by ball. You won't get any commentary. It'll just be uh, just be on. Um, I'll have some sort of coaching and team managing sort of duties, so uh, that'll be me there. But if you've got nothing on on Sunday afternoon and, you know, the sun will be out, why not head down to Peel Reserve and watch some really, really good country cricket? Watch some of the best players in, um, well, in, in the state, really, outside of the Premier cricket sort of program going at it. Um, Albany themselves, they've got um, Nathan Crudelli, who's one of the better WA country players running around him, and his brother Julian are stalwarts, really. Um, Nathan, normally known for his work with the ball, he's a quite a quick bowler, uh, made 100 in the last game as well, so he's, his batting's coming on. Uh, Cohen Marwick's a real hard-hitting batter and good good bowler as well, and um, Josh Dalymore, who's um, a veteran of WA Premier Cricket, uh, recently moved down to the Great Southern area, uh, for, played for university. Um, he'll be there as well. So they're going to have a really good strong side. So I look forward to the challenge. I hope our boys do. And um, we'd love to see some of you come down and support um, us boys in maroon and blue. So that's a quick wrap of the Belt Up Country Cup. Um, what else have we got in country cricket coming up? Well, the only other thing we've really got coming up is, uh, and that'll be towards the back end of this, well, it is the back end of the season, um, grand final day, strangely enough. Um, the WA Masters Carnival, uh, which is held down in the southwest, mostly around Donnybrook. So that's sort of the home base, Donnybrook, Egan Park, beautiful cricket ground. Um, so that'll be going again, and Peel will be entering a team there. Um, there may be a clash of interest. There may be some players that uh well, eligible to play in a grand final and as well as a Masters competition. So that'll be up to the players. But uh, I've got no doubt that we'll fill a team. I think we could have put two or three teams in last year before um, COVID put a, a kibosh on it. Um, so, yeah, so that's there's that. And then also that same weekend, I think it's that weekend, the, um, the Women's Country Week, which we're really looking forward to. And I know the girls are as well. So um, watch this space for some updates there as well. So that's probably our country sort of... Um, Wrap up for this season, as in what we're going to be playing. Um, but yeah, Country Cup, Belt Up Country Cup this Sunday, December the 11th. Okay, we'll go to another break. And uh, you are listening to The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show. My name's Orazio San Lucia. And you could be listening on Saturday, this Saturday morning, uh, between 8 and 9 a.m. on 91.3 Sport FM, the place for community sport on the FM dial in Perth and surrounding areas. Um, And if you stay on a bit later on in that morning or this morning, if you're listening to it this Saturday, um, I'll be doing a little bit of commentary for um, Sport FM for day two of the WA Premier Cricket um, round. Um, It'll be Subiaco versus South Perth at Laureate Park there. So I'll be out there doing a spot of commentary. Um, so if you feel like putting it on, 91.3 Sport FM. Okay, we'll be back after this. RAC members get exclusive deals and offers plus an extra 5% off on top of our lowest price guarantee at Retrovision. Welcome back, everyone. The Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. You know who follows us. You know who supports us. Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks. Get around them because they get around you. Um, just want to do a little spot on rep cricket. Um, we've recently had a a cool bunch of uh, older guys, and I'm, I'm one of those now, so um, I might be looking at this next year. Who knows? But um, the WA veterans, 
um, an association that's grown from, you know, uh, 20 or 30 sort of guys over the last year or so. Um, they've grown to, you know, huge numbers and it's only growing, um, you know, day by day. At the end of the day, we're, we're, a, we're in a population that's getting older. Um, so the, you logistic, or, well, logically, sorry, um, the veterans uh, sector is going to grow more and more. Um, so watch this space. I think it's an area that we can really um, make a difference. And I know in the PCA at executive level, we've had some really um, good discussions on how we can really incorporate um, potentially a veteran section, I guess, um, to sort of provide that playing opportunity for, for, for guys in that age group. You know, um, part of what happens as you get a little bit older is that um, the age range between the teams that you're playing um, stretches. So as you get older, you probably drop down a grade or two and, and you get older guys playing sort of E grade, F grade, for instance, in the PCA. Um, but within that team, that might also have 14 and 15-year-olds. So the age gap is, is huge. And you play cricket to, to have fun with your mates. And, and if there's not many people in your peer group um, around your age, it, it makes the... The enjoyment a little bit less, I, I feel, and um, there's a there's an obligation or a, a sense of obligation to sort of uh, be a mentor and help younger players. And look, that's great, but at the same time, you 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 know you pay your hard earned, you pay your subs, um, you give up your Saturday, and, and you want to play cricket, and you want to be able to talk to people on your level and, and spend time with people on your level. So that's why I think veterans cricket's going to grow and grow. Um, people are going to play at their level. Um, and, and, you know, as you age and you probably get a bit slower and things like that, well, the game will slow down and it'll be more at your level. So I think it's got um, a lot of legs. So watch this space. And if anyone's got any feedback or any sort of ideas, please feel free to, to contact me, um, President at peelcricket.com. But uh, back to the, um, uh, we're going to chat rep cricket here on the Pivot in the Peel Cricket Show. And for a little association, for a little area, you know, we only have 12 clubs in our association. Um, we punch so far out of our weight range, it's not funny. So in the recent veterans competitions, and there were over 40s, over 50s, over 60s, there were over 40s women's as well. And um, there's been some really, really, Great names here that have gone on to play in these competitions and then, you know, essentially they're representing WA. So just going to go through some of the names um, just to sort of recognise them and say, well done. And we're, we're proud of you here at the PCA. So in the over 40s, we had uh, Rockingham Hornets Steve Urseg. Um, he actually won a game with his own bat and uh, got his team over the line. So he had a really good tournament. And Mr. 400, um, the running man, Andy Peckover from Singleton, he also represented the over 40s. In the over 50s, we had um, uh, Gary Edwards from Singleton and Williams. We had Mark Moody from Warmbra and uh, Showwater's Pete Ritchie. They all represented one of the over 50s teams or a few that went over. So uh, well done to those guys. We get to the over 60s and uh, Pete Ritchie rolled around again. Um, so he went and played for the over 60s as well. So he basically went from Adelaide to Geelong. Um, he was he was a man on two. He's like the Australians. Um, so he, he had a ball. Uh, so Pete went and represented WA in the over sixties, as did um, Sean Neary from Warmbra and Peter Harmer um, from Pinjarra. They all played um, in those sides. So 
Overall, we had what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine guys go over and play in either 40s, 50s, or 60s. So, look, well done to all of you. But uh, let's not forget the girls, and one in particular who we all know um, plays uh, a bit of the lower grade in, in the men's competitions, and that's Blair Walsh, Rockingham Hornets. Blair Walsh, she represented one of the WA over 40s teams as well. So uh, that'll be an area I dare say we might be able to get a few more ladies into um, next season and beyond. So uh, I think that'll be a really good thing. And I dare say there'll be a lot more guys putting their hand up and selection for these veterans teams going to um, be more and more difficult. But um, let's let's make it difficult. Let's uh, really create a pathway. A pathway not necessarily performance-wise, just a, a playing pathway for everyone, and uh, the more diverse and the wider our base, uh, the more of a community representation we can have throughout the competition. So, uh, look, well done to them. Continuing on the theme of rep cricket or rep cricketers that come from the area, there's some well-celebrated ones, obviously, in the uh, male space in the under-19s that are about to go away next week, I believe. Um, the WA under-19 squad that was released uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, Teague Wiley. Uh, Teague Wiley's going to captain the team. Now, Teague's obviously a contracted player for WA. Um, he'll be um, captaining the under-19s. But Teague Wiley, as of tomorrow, so this has been recorded on Thursday. So as this drops Friday, so today... Um, and if you're listening on 91.3 Sport FM, um, Teague's been represented to, uh, sorry, selected to represent the CA11, um, and they'll be playing against South Africa, who will be tuning up for the Test Series coming up starting, I believe, next week, end of next week. Um, so, you know, our own Teague Wiley is going to be up against um, one of the fastest bowlers in the world if he, if he goes out and plays. I mean, you don't know how it works. They you know, manage players and workloads. But uh, Ante Norkia, I think is the way you pronounce his name. Um, you would have seen him in the uh, recent T20 World Cup. He bowls thunderbolts. He is very, very quick. Um, then you put um, the Rabada. Big Rabada, I mean, I mean, he's come out to Australia a couple of times, but he's not getting any slower, and he's he's very quick. He's one of the leading bowlers in the world. You get um, Luigi Ngidi, um, he's another big, tall, um, strapping South African bowler. So, um, you know, facing a test squad, essentially, that's what our Teague World is going to do. So this is the guy that um, grew up at Mandra Cricket Club, and a lot of you listening probably remember playing against the young fella um, not too long ago. Um, he's a regular on the show, and when time permits, he's promised me a spot. So he's going to come back on and uh, have a chat to us. He does um, message a lot of the Retrovision Premier T20 games. He drops me a lot, or drops us a line, and sort of says, "Hey, I'm watching from wherever I am." So um, good luck, Teague. Uh, Corey Wosley. We saw him on Tuesday. Just gone. Um, look, look, this guy's just. Breaking records everywhere, left, right, and centre. WA under 19, recently played WA second 11. Um, you would have seen in all the media uh, last week when the test match was in town, he was one of a select two or three from that, that squad of under 19s that um, trained with the Australians. So he, he was out there on the wacker training with your Pat Cummins, your David Warners, your Steve Smiths, etc. So he's got to rub shoulders with them. Um, 
It's got to be an amazing experience. And this is, you know, little little Corey. Well, he was little Corey. He's not so little anymore. Um, I mean, he's captained Rocky Mandra a couple of times, and that's as a, you know, 17, I think he's 17, 18. Corey, you'll be able to tell me. Uh, he's currently playing for Shoalwater in the Premier T20 comp, but he's played for Mandra as a junior and growing up, and he's also played for South Mandra somewhere along the line. So local boy doing well. And this one here, super proud. Um, great story. Jai Donald, um, Rockingham's oh, – sorry – well, he's plays for Rocky and Mandra, but uh, Mandra's Jai Donald. Now, he's come up through the ranks, um, and he's done it the hard way. He's basically worked his way through, um, hasn't played any in any of the uh, representative squads, any pathway sort of squads coming through, uh, and just through sheer hard work and performance, and that's the key, performs. Got a lot of wickets um, in, in junior cricket with Rockingham Mandra, then promoted through the seniors, got up to seconds and took a bag load of wickets, Bashed the door down, got picked, and then hasn't moved. Um, he's he's you know leading the bowling lineup, I guess for um, for Rockingham Mandra, and um, he's done well enough to get selected in the WA under nineteen. So we've got three locals that are playing for the WA state team that are going to go away next week and do us proud. And I think they're they're a good side, good squad. Um, they'll they'll give it a good shake, um, and it'll be very good. And watch this space. I think all three. We'll have a um, a good tournament. Um, for me, I just think the young left-hander, Corey, just hitting a nice bit of form there. And um, his history tells you that once he hits form, he stays in form. So, look, good luck to all of them. But there's three more from this little part of the world that are doing quite well. But let's not forget the girls. Um, and last week, the WA under 16. So the, the age groups have changed a little bit in the girls. They used to be 15s and... Um, under under 18s, under 15s and under 18s, I should know because I used to coach and take all those girls around. And Taylor was one. I um, I was part of a WA school girls under 12s group and Taylor was one of the, the, the young girls and um, she's just continued to, to blossom and do very, very well. She's um, playing really good cricket for Rockingham Mandra. She um, still plays for Shoalwater when she can. Um, she's played for Peel in various sort of carnivals and she's been selected um, in the under-16 team. That's going to be going to Canberra, I believe, in January. So uh, good luck. Well done, Taylor. We'll all be watching and um, she's a watch this space, definitely. Real star of the future. So Taylor Flowers, that's another one that's gone on and, and um, it, well, he's doing great stuff. But let's not forget our country Reps, um, so we've had one player in particular who um, was selected, ooh, was it the last week or the week before, to play WA Country in the WA Premier T20 competition. So WA Country has a team in that, and it's sort of used as a, um, uh, I guess, a way to sort of get the Country 11 team finalised or, or at least playing together before they go away to uh, national championships. And uh, Waruna's Dan Abel, was the uh, Sol Peel rep in the last round. Um, the, the Wiley left armour, who's uh, one of the better spinners running around in WA country cricket, no doubt. So Dan's there. And a 17-man squad was announced. That'll be cut back to, I think, 13 or 14 um, in coming weeks for the WA country 11 to go away um, in January as well in Canberra, um, that country town, Canberra. <laughs> uh, January 13 to 20, so it'll be real hot. And uh, Canberra's obviously a long way inland, so uh, 
It'll be quite warm, no doubt. But uh, two players from the Peel um, region have been named in that 17-man squad, that which will get um, cut down to be the final squad eventually. And Dan Abel's obviously one of them. And uh, Damien Burridge, who's obviously playing most of his cricket with Rockingham Manager, but we see him... Every, every game that uh, Hall's head play in the Retrovision Premier T20 League. And obviously the Burridge family have a very strong history with Hall's head. So rep cricket's really going going strong. And um, like I said, for a, for a small little competition that's only got the 12 clubs, um, you know, we hope to grow. We hope to attract um, some other clubs from somewhere. Um, but that, again, don't worry about that for now. But the fact that we're able to sort of provide an environment that, that creates or allows these players to sort of um, reach potential or or at least get them on a pathway and, and you know, give them that, that leg up, that opportunity. I think it's fantastic. So, look, everyone's got a role along the way. Um, the PJCA, for instance, the the, the, the junior arm of, of what we all do in the Peel region, um, provide, you know, fantastic opportunities and then they get to play some carnival stuff and country week and all that sort of stuff. So they're learning environment then a lot of the young younger players start playing senior cricket at a young age so they get that exposure early um so their development sort of pathway really works quite well um and if you look at it historically you look at the 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 sort of players that have come through this area and gone through to play higher level stuff you go from um you can go way back to uh, a chloe paparo with uh, rockingham manager before she moved to midland guildford but she started her her career pathway at rockingham mandra coming up from bunbury um and you know she's now captain of wa um you've got sam whiteman who played a lot of his uh junior cricket uh and played well he won a premiership with rockingham mandra um so he's come through the ranks he's Filling captain, well, filling captain sounds bad, but it, captain of WA as well. So there's another one. Um, you've got obviously uh, Damien Burridge, captain the Australian under 19s when he was in that age group, and he he went through the ranks. Um, you've got obviously the three now that we're we're talking about. Um, you know uh, Georgia Wiley, who's gone on to get a you know women's contract, play with the Scorchers as well. Um, you know numerous junior cricketers that have sort of come through this area, and then senior cricket, why country cricket? Um, you know there, there's names that are littered throughout the history of of that, and it, they're all from here. They're all from this little little neck of the woods, this little part that you know we just keep doing what we do, um, and I think that's fantastic. Um, you can even think of um, Dane Eagle, you know, like. Superstar, um, just can't stop performing wherever he sends, teams, uh, seems to play. Um, you know, won the Ollie Cooley medal playing for Rockingham Mandra. Um, obviously, Warnborough won the, you know, played a, had a starring role, was a leading player in the PCA last year and played a massive role in Warnborough winning their inaugural A grade competition. Um, Dane's played, um, you know, numerous championships for WA in. Um, well, the, the Indigenous Championships as well, been one of the leading plays there. Obviously, Kieran's played a big role there as well. Um, you know, Kieran's one of the stars of, of PCA cricket. The, the, the list goes on. Andy Peckover um, obviously went with the un, over 40s, but he was with one of the WA country teams that played um, that I was, I was part of as well as a, um, in, in an off-field sort of role. And, and I, could, I could keep going. I could really keep going. So... 
Oh, I think it's just important to sit back and acknowledge that sometimes. And um, just remember that we do have a role to play wherever that is in the pathway. And for all of you that have been part of that, thank you and uh, well done. Well done. And well done to everyone there. So from all those vets through to the, the youngsters, through to the country players and our girls, well done. Good luck. And um, thanks for being you. Okay, that was our rep cricket wrap. And we'll be back to wrap up this episode 10 of the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, right after this. At Retrovision, we know exactly what you want, like our lowest price guarantee. Buy now and pay later. And an extra 5% discount for RAC members. That's on top of all the latest tech from the world's best brands at Retrovision. Well, just like that, we're at the end of another show, um, the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. As usual, um, it's important to acknowledge our wonderful sponsors in Retrovision. Retrovision, where you get all the best electrical stuff that you love. Um, Think fridges, freezers, TVs, you name it. Retrovision's the place to go. Obviously, we've got um, Christmas coming around the corner. 60-day price guarantee, lowest prices guaranteed. And if you're an RAC member, you get an extra 5% off. Everlast Sports Drinks, get those Everlast Sports Drinks in your fridge. None of that 600ml rubbish. Get the 750ml bottles. Um, the man to chat to is Johnny Sanders at ESA Sports because they distribute Everlast as amongst a whole heap of other things that they do. Thank you if you've been listening to this on 91.3 Sport FM. Every Saturday between 8 and 9, you'll get the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, where you get a good wrap-up of everything happening in the Peel region. Um, we've had a really good wrap-up of all things happening there. Uh, remember tomorrow, or, or this Sunday, um, depending on what day you're listening to it, whether it's Friday or Saturday or Sunday morning, I guess. Um, December the 11th, Belt Up Country Cup, Peel Cricket Association versus the Albany District Cricket Association. 10 a.m. start, Peelwood Reserve in Hallshead or Mandra, depending on how you want to work that out. You're going to have some really, really good players running around. Some of the better players outside of WA Premier um, Cricket. We're going to be a real good chance to win this. Albany will be up and about. This is going to be a real humdinger of a game. It's going to be a beautiful afternoon. So if you've got nothing else on, come down, watch some really good cricket. If you can't get there, tune in to um, the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Channel, um, where you'll get a uh, ball-by-ball coverage. Um, it'll just be the frog box. You won't have my dulcet tunes. Um, I've got other roles in the day, so I won't be able to get behind the mic, but you'll be able to watch and see, hopefully, a Peel win. Thanks for listening. This is the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. My name is Orazio Santolucia, and until next week, adios.